Welcome to Truthzilla. Another week, uh, yeah. Um, I'm Ed. I got the beautiful Megan, the lovely Scott with Hello. me here. We're going to do kind of a more classic episode this week, kind of just the three of us. We're going to get riffing on some uh, craziness of this uh, COVID pandemic, which that was a great new documentary. Hell yeah. Say, the indoctrination. Yep. If you haven't seen that, uh, we did post it on our on our uh, we did. podcast attachment and uh if you want just a just the audible version but i would recommend going and watching the video is really important it's something i i would i would say watch it and share it um yeah. and be, before we get going here i just want to make one small uh kind of uh, housekeeping thing is i want to apologize um we had a wonderful episode last week but i certainly i listened to it man and i just had f-bombs flying out all over the place <laughs> and i'm going to try to tone that down because i put it on in the car with my kids and i was like i can't listen to that yeah so um yeah just get that out of the way um so before we get into here scott wanted to do some shout outs dude, and promote some stuff yeah man i mean like such an awesome episode last week with dean dude and like you were saying like we're just going old school truezilla we're doing just the three of us man and it's funny because like old school as in like six weeks ago <laughs> right old school is in six weeks ago man before we had just some powerhouse guests dude we had ricky verandas the ripple effect podcast um, we had Miriam Hanane, uh, honeycolony.com. Man, if you haven't checked out these episodes, definitely go back. Definitely go back and check them out. We had Ryan Hartwig, uh, Facebook whistleblower, man. Um, Sean from the World Series of Conspiracies, talking about the Federal Reserve, man. We just were on a, such a hot streak. And then last week with Dean, man, we saw our numbers shoot through the roof, you know. Um, the Union of the Unwanted episodes, dude. Like, man, it's so cool. It's so cool. Del so, Bigtree? Del, wow. Yeah, we were in the same, like, room, supposedly, quote-unquote, <laughs> room with Del Bigtree, dude. What the hell? It's crazy, man. Um, but... You know, I just want to give some shout outs to, you know, we got a lot of uh, people that listen to the show that are reaching out, contacting us on social media and stuff. So um, if you're not following us on social media, you know, we have a lot of fun. Um, definitely hit us up on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Truthzilla and then on uh, Twitter at, Insta- at Truthzilla Pod. Um, Alan F, Pedro G down in Australia, man, like hanging tough with all the craziness down there. Craig H, man, like thank you guys for reaching out to, out, reaching out to us. Um, all screwed up on Instagram. If you're hearing me, get on that podcast, dude. That's going to be the best podcast ever. I'm not going to spoil what the premise is, but he's got the greatest idea ever for a podcast. But I want to really encourage you to do it, man. On Twitter, we got Alien Tom. Shout out, buddy. Uh, John Wright, Neon Neuron, and Sig Sauer, man. You guys have been really uh, representing the Truezilla Mind Militia. I really appreciate it, you guys. Like, it's so much fun to, like, you know, interact with the fans out there, um, and it's just really cool. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of just chill tonight and have some fun with this thing, man, because there's so much in the world that it's like, it's crazy. It's 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 it's, it's almost to the point where it is funny. It's hilarious. And so, yeah. Well, speaking of our uh, Australia listener, and we yeah. all know what's been going on down there, there was uh, some reporting that went on. And if you watch the Highwire, you may have heard this already, but um, I thought it was so good that I wanted to uh, play it again. I just think it's, um, it's inspiring that in that when people speak out and then they speak truth and, and there are some things that were uncovered here that we kind of knew, but like put some statistics in, uh, in light that made that made a lot of sense. So, uh, why don't we get right in? Heck yeah. All right. So this is from, what is it? Sky news, Australia blast lockdown politicians and commend Sweden for their successful strategy. 
two words that should put the fear of God into every politician in this country, every highly paid bureaucrat, every chief medical officer, every health administrator, and every unemployed man and woman now looking at lives shattered, careers devastated, dreams obliterated, and futures destroyed. Two words that are also two European countries, Sweden and Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Let's start mm. with Sweden. Four months ago, we interviewed on Outsiders Professor Johan Giesecker, the former state epidemiologist for Sweden and the mentor to Anders Tegnell, who has been in charge of Sweden's controversial response to COVID-19. On that show, which any politician in Australia could have chosen to watch, Professor Johan Giesecker spelt out in crystal clear detail that you could not eradicate the coronavirus, you could only slow it down, and that the only people that should be quarantined were the elderly and the vulnerable as a preventative measure. A major lockdown, he warned, such as they did in the UK, and we are now seeing in Victoria and New Zealand, mm. he warned would simply leave the population without herd immunity, so permanently vulnerable and in the process completely destroy our economies. Let me now quote from Friday's editorial in the UK Telegraph, not some crazy conspiracy rag, but one of Britain's most respected newspapers. Here's what they said. So now we know Sweden got it largely right and the British establishment catastrophically wrong. And as Tegnell, Stockholm's epidemiologist king, has pulled off a remarkable triple whammy. Far fewer deaths per capita than Britain, a maintenance of basic freedoms and opportunities, and most strikingly, a recession less than half as severe as our own. Our arrogant quangocrats, says the UK Telegraph editorial, and state Hashtag experts shit, yeah. should hang their heads in shame. Their reaction to coronavirus was one of the greatest public policy blunders in modern history. Millions will lose their jobs. Tens of thousands of small businesses are failing. Vast numbers are likely to die from untreated or undetected illnesses. Sound familiar? Daniel, Jacinda, Anastasia. Also this week, Dr. Sebastian Rushgrove, a Swedish doctor writing on the Spectator Coffeehouse blog, confirms firsthand the success of the Swedish approach. He writes, all the COVID patients have disappeared. It is now four mm -hmm. months since the start of the pandemic and I haven't seen a single COVID patient in over a month. In a month. Well, I mean, you know, there's something to be said. Like, uh, yeah, different countries handled it differently, right? You know, Sweden obviously did what they did. United States, we obviously did what we did. UK did what they did. Australia's doing what they're doing. Um, and and there was like this video saying like that's the wrong approach. That's the wrong approach is what all these other countries that locked down did. Sure. But like to me, like this whole time, ever since they shut down basketball back in March, I was just like, oh, this is an agenda. This is something that has been pre-planned. Like this is this. It's not like they're doing something wrong. This is all going exactly according to plan, as far as I'm concerned. Like yeah. it's like they're not reacting to things as they happen, and they're not, you know, reacting to new developments and new science that comes out. They're trying to make their agenda fit in you know they're trying to put a put a square peg in a round hole that they they have the agenda they have these things that they're trying to roll out they have these things that they're trying to implement they've been wanting to for a long long time yeah. and they saw this perfect opportunity you know you know the virus is a real thing but it's like it's not nearly as bad as they said and they're using that to roll out all these agendas right and so now that it's all coming to light and it's all falling apart right before their very eyes you know they're they're now having to force it really force it down our throats you know using whatever means deception lies and we'll get into it here well and i just just to comment on what you're saying there though i, I still i am still torn between 
is there a virus? Yeah. Is there not a virus? There, I still have, I've seen further proof that says that, you know, this has been never isolated. Um, I just saw something recently. I forget what it was, but there's another article that cited that they still have not isolated this virus, that someone mm-hmm. followed up on that further. Um, but on, at the same token, though, you know, I mean, no matter what, you look at, if you believe this thing's a virus, then, then look at the data here. I mean, you know, it's... The data is there. We have the data, but we're going against the data. And But what I truly believe, I mean, if you look at our numbers, we have this weird graph right now where it goes this big spike and then it starts going down and it's almost going away. And then we open up and it goes up a little bit and it's starting to go down again and watch they're going to, the problem is, is we're, what we know is happening is we're going into the fall. Mm-hmm. We're going into the fall. Guess what happens in the fall? Flu season. People get sick. Yep. People get sick. Yep. So everything, every time people get sick, now we're going to call it COVID and yep. we're going to lock down again. So if there is a virus, we're going to contain it. So it doesn't, we never get this herd immunity that happens in Sweden. So. Yeah. I mean, are we even allowed to get sick? It's like, what were you saying? It's like a criminal act now. Certainly. No, it, be, be, being be sick, sick has been criminalized. I mean, yeah. I've, I've been thinking about that a lot because I have two young children and guess what happens with young children? They get sick. They get sick. I mean, uh, to be f- real frank, like there's something going around at daycare right now. Mm. There just is. And it's, you know, everybody's freaking out, but it's like, guess what? This happens every year. It, mm-hmm. It's just normal. Mm-hmm. This is normal. Kids, and, and to, to be completely honest, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a kid, you're supposed to get sick to work your immune system. So when you get older, you can fight off things like cancer. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the reality. You know, so, um, but let's keep going because I think there's some more interesting developments in this. Absolutely. Dr. Rushgrove, at the peak, three months back, 100 people were dying a day of COVID in Sweden, a country with a population of 10 million. We are now down to around five people dying per day in the whole country, and that number continues to drop. The daily risk per person of getting infected is one in 10,000, which is minuscule. Basically, COVID is in all practical senses over and done with in Sweden. After four months, Sweden ripped the metaphorical Band-Aid off quickly, he writes, and got the epidemic over and done with in a short amount of time, while the rest of the world has chosen to try to peel the Band-Aid off slowly. COVID is over in Sweden, he writes. People have gone back to their normal lives and barely anyone is getting infected anymore. I am willing to bet, he says, that the countries that have shut down completely will see rates spike when they open up. If that is the case, then there won't have been any point in shutting down in the first place. Zero point. Yeah, I mean, what is the point? What has been the point, I mean, other than to drive home these agendas, man? Like just the destruction. Yeah, compliance. the destruction, man. The fr- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this is just the start, man. This is literally just the start. We have a lot more coming. Like, wait, the second wave, or God, who knows what, man. As we get close to this election, like it's gonna be whatever they're trying. They're holding something in their pocket, man. Well, I, th- I think it's you know. I mean, we still are seeing. Um, there was another article that I just saw about you know uh, if. If Trump wins, there. Did you see that article? Yes. It's, it's the same thing. It's if if Trump wins, Biden's not going to concede. You sure. know, I mean, it, it, you see both sides. Neither side will concede to this election. So there's going to be some trickery, no matter what. We we know what's going on there. But um, in addition, though, I mean, I we're going to see uptick in sickness because it's the fall so what are they going to do with that you know i think mm-hmm. um it's 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 a scary place of what we're entering into knowing um 
the, the polarization of people right now. That people are either maskies mm. or they're starting to wake up. Like, yep. I, I feel like you, you're on one or the other side. Yep. You're either on the waking up side or you're a maskie and you're just, you're calling out every single person you see. And you're just, and at this point, at this point, your arguments have started falling apart. Yeah. So you're like, so you're just holding on by a thread and you're just pointing the finger and you're just taking it out on us. You're taking it out on the people that are just like, like we, we, we're not, we're done with this. Like we're done with this. Yeah. Like we've been done this whole time. Like, like it's just, it's to the point where it's a little, uh, it's a little frustrating. Right, Megan? Yeah. 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 I mean, what's, uh, we've had a couple run-ins this week, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 They're just, uh, they're out there folks. So be safe, be careful. Um, you know, and, and I saw an article earlier this week too, from statista.com and we'll put a link in the show notes here, but like, uh, as of August 15th, total, uh, pneumonia and influenza deaths oh, yeah. have, uh, or pneumonia deaths have exceeded that of COVID deaths. So there was 159,000 pneumonia deaths and COVID-19 deaths were 153. So now the real pandemic now, if you really want to get down to it is pneumonia. Pneumonia is the big pandemic now. We should be locking down the world. If we're going to lock down the world, it should be locked down because pneumonia is spreading everywhere because it has exceeded the number of quote-unquote COVID deaths or things that have been labeled as COVID. So. But, I mean, if, if we're going to go that way, when we have to take into account heart disease and, oh, yeah. and, and cancer and these other things, you know, but we don't want to... We don't want to touch the ones where you could actually change your health to, mm-hmm. you know, if where changing your health is the biggest factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, really it is in all of these things, but, but if, if they really cared, they'd be like, let's work on our health and what we're eating, mm-hmm. what, what kind of food we're giving you, what kind of uh, drugs we're telling you to get on, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they could be working on a vaccine for heart disease. I mean, why aren't they working on that? Or how about a vaccine for all the starvation happening in the world? I mean, how many millions and millions of people die of starvation everywhere? You know, they actually do have a vaccine for that. It's called freaking a cheeseburger, right? God. <laughs> and they just can't, you know, like if they spent all these resources feeding these kids yeah, yeah, that are totally. dying in all these different countries. But no, it's not. that's not profitable. No. There's no, uh, you can't. I mean, you would think like, okay, if you really want to control a population, why don't you just go in there with like truckloads of food and be like, hey, you want this food? You do what we say. It seems like a pretty no-brainer type tactic to, if you really want to control people. Why you got to get all crazy with the freaking implants and the vaccines, man? Like, well, I don't know. They, there's a whole new plan. There's a whole new plan, there's a dude. Whole new way of managing yes. the next. Uh, what is it? The fourth yes. industrial revolution. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yep. 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 Humans are becoming obsolete, yeah. and they're they're really making a point of that. So. Yeah. It's freaky, man. All right, should we keep going? Okay, yeah, let's keep All going. Right. There's some good stuff. That's Sweden. It appears that the warnings we made on this program before anyone else in Australia may well have been accurate. And then there's Switzerland. And the use of the drug hydroxychloroquine, banned in Victoria and Queensland for treating the coronavirus. As I have repeatedly pointed out on this show, there are now dozens of international studies that show the drug used in the correct combination with other drugs and the correct dose, it is effective, including the latest study that shows countries that use hydroxychloroquine early on have a 79% lower COVID-19 mortality rate. But here's the clincher. (laughs) Switzerland briefly banned the drug after the Lancet claimed it was oh, killing the people, that's study. the medical journal. That study, you'll remember... Should we remind our, our fans what the Lancet study is? 
Yeah. Can you give us a rundown on that so, real quick? I mean, essentially, they came out with a study that is essentially... Who's they? Like, Who's they? Um, was that the World Health Organization? I believe it was, so. I think they were... They, but it was, it, it was supposedly 5,000-plus uh, patients they used in this study, and um, it was pretty much called out right away and got retracted, and he's going to go into that here. But oh, okay. um, this this isn't the one where they were using the high doses. Oh, that, those okay. were the other studies they tried to use after the Lancet study. Mm-hmm. The Lancet study was the, the study... That they put out that started the triggering of everybody pulling hydroxychloroquine across the world really mm. now now the fda made their move after this lancet study got retracted mm-hmm. um and they they came out with these other studies that had the where they used the doses that were four times higher and that the world health organization knew they knew they were lethal doses they were giving in these studies but okay discussed it here was completely debunked and two weeks later the Lancet withdrew the study and immediately Switzerland reinstated the drug and guess what happened during the two weeks Switzerland stopped using hydroxychloroquine I wonder well what? according to a study done by John Hopkins University the consequences of suddenly stopping hydroxychloroquine can be seen by examining the case fatality ratio index For Switzerland, it can be seen that during the weeks preceding the ban on hydroxychloroquine, the index fluctuated between 3 and 5%. But after stopping outpatient hydroxychloroquine use, the country's COVID-19 deaths increased four times Mm -hmm. to the highest level it had been since the pandemic began, oscillating at over 10 to 15%. Then, when early outpatient hydroxychloroquine was reinstated on June the 11th, the fourfold wave of excess lethality rapidly returned what back to where it was. What more do you want, people? What more do you want? Like, we have an exact case study of what happens when you're using it, then you stop, and then you're using it again. I mean, there's, it's proof. It is yeah. literal proof. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else we can do but smack you in the face with that this this drug helps the death, the, the death toll we're seeing. Yep. For sure. Yep. I wish they had another term than case fatality ratio because whenever I'm trying to find the Council on Foreign Relations involvement in this COVID thing, I always type CFR COVID or CFR this, and I keep coming up with the term case fatality rate, so I don't know, whatever. And there are plenty of other reports, such as the one on DocWire News, that says our findings suggest that patients confirmed for COVID-19 infection should be administered HCQ as soon as possible. Hmm. Or a study from China that says patients treated, treated with HCQ at the time of early hospital recovered faster than those who were treated later. Or another study that found that when the drug was given in the World Health Organization? days, oh, the benefits what? were greatly improved. Or this graph that shows the case fatality rate of countries in blue Come that on. use or encourage the drug, and in red, the ones that don't. I don't need to. So was that the, the was that last stat before that? Was that the World Health Organization? They had the World Health Organization thing. On the um, top I, would, I didn't Something, notice. Maybe, maybe I, I saw the emblem on yeah, it. Probably. And so I heard an argument. I can't remember where I heard it. And whatever multitude of podcasts I listened to, someone <laughs> made a really great observation, saying that okay, so YouTube is pulling videos down on the basis that like that their CEO came out and said that if you make a video that goes against the World Health Organization's recommendation, we're going to pull your video, hundred percent. Okay. Well, what if this? What if that fact is you know the World Health Organization is saying that okay, hydroxychloroquine is uh, whatever you know. Uh, so now all these anti-hydroxychloroquine videos, by their own definition, should be immediately pulled down. And I think we'll, <laughs> we'll get into this after this video completes. But I think we're we're finding as the data, you can't 
you can't fight against the data anymore. The da- there's so much data that goes against the agenda that when even when the big CDCs and the World Health Organization say something that goes against the agenda, then the the democratic governors, as we'll see here shortly, they they just change what we're basing it on. Then we don't agree with those experts. Yeah, we'll get into that yep. in a second. Let's finish this video. Cool. Spell it out for you. But here's the real joke. I have been denigrated this week by the medical community in Australia for merely reporting this news and discussing uh, hydroxychloroquine use around the world, talking about the drug. Bizarrely, the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners magazine attacked me personally as well as federal MP Craig Kelly. You'd think these lefties might actually be worrying about curing COVID patients and protecting the elderly rather than sneering at Sky News presenters and politicians. Still, we really should take our medical practitioners and their lobby groups seriously. I mean, they're the same mob who, as part of the COVID-19 recovery, are urging Scott Morrison to act quickly on climate change. You couldn't make this stuff up. So allow me to remind our political leaders and our media bureaucrats, our medical bureaucrats of two little words that deserve to haunt you in the wee hours of the morning, Sweden and Switzerland. Will history record that not only was the destruction of our economy completely pointless, but preventative treatments such as drugs like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine in combination with others were sitting there right under our noses all along. And and I do, I think he, this has some wonderful data, but what he misses is <laughs> he still thinks that, that the, the politicians in, and these people have our best interest and they just made a blunder. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the farthest from the truth is. is yeah. yeah, totally, totally. And, and I love to hear, it's interesting to hear him say, uh, the lefties over here. So it's still, it's a left, right thing down in yeah, Australia it's too. It's so polarized. I mean, maybe yeah. it, is it, is this just a global agenda being played out? I mean, is there any question about it at this point? It, yeah. It's crazy, dude. What else have we got? Well, I think, I think it would be, uh, we, we need to go into the CDC and see what happened this week with the CDC. That's Perfect. It's just ridiculous. So this one here. Sure. All right. CDC director attempts to clarify controversial COVID-19 testing guidelines. Well, and this is this is the response. There was the first one. Oh, and yeah. This was on Monday. And I don't know if we have uh, that that article uh, handy, but uh, it's funny because I feel like one of the things I've noticed is I feel like they're almost scrubbing the Internet as fast as they possibly can at this point, mm-hmm. because as soon as something happens that doesn't fit the agenda, it's hard to find. Yep. And um, so so the initial the initial thing the CDC said essentially was they, they changed their guidelines on testing. They, they basically had been recommending that if you came in contact with someone who had COVID-19, that they wanted everyone to be tested. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they loosened that up to the point where you said, you know, if, if, you, if you came in contact and you don't have symptoms, you know, you, you may not need to, need to be get tested. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I mean, um, I wish we had the article to get their exact wording on that, but... Um, it was it was the same situation though that we had with the the World Health Organization when they when they basically said the asympt- we don't have proof of asymptomatic carriers and then it was completely walked back directly after that this this as soon as it happened well why don't we uh, talk about now Megan what did you find on on our good friend uh, Gavin Newsom mm-hmm. what a schmuck <laughs> do we have that can we pull uh, yeah, that one do you up? Have that up do you have that quote. 
What does our boy Newsom say? Our uh, brother of Katie. Oh, Katie's a little little bratty little twin brother. (laughs) All right. So California will not abide by new guidelines for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that do not recommend COVID-19 testing for those without symptoms. Newsom says, quote, I don't agree with the new CDC guidelines, period, full stop, and it's not the policy in the state of California. We will not be influenced by that change. We are influenced by those that are experts in the field that feel very differently. <laughs> that is not the policy guideline that we will embrace or adopt here in California, end quote. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't think there was any surprise that his agenda was right from the start. This isn't... Th- yeah. It's just demoralizing, really. It's not surprising. And and this is the story they've all stuck by right from the start. Now they're just blatantly saying what they are, but everyone's somehow they're still holding office. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're well but I mean God, just that sentence right there, guys. That's this whole COVID nineteen <laughs> debacle in a nutshell right there. Certainly. We're influenced yeah. by those that are experts in the field that feel differently. <laughs> We are only influenced by those that feel differently than whatever it is goes we against the agenda we're trying to put. The experts that support our agenda is yeah. what that really is saying. Yeah. Like we have an agenda, and when the people behind us that are experts say what we want them to, we use that against you. When they don't, we choose different experts. Yep. That's mm-hmm. that's. Yep. I mean, that's yeah. It's pretty sad, pretty pathetic, man, and it's just blatant at this point. Like, if you guys still still think that this is like. Any of this has to do with protecting you from a virus, man. You just need to wake up. That's good. Yeah. Let's let's do this quote. Real All right. Quick, what does it know. say? So uh, I was going to read this one, and I just I just saw this one right before uh, right before we started recording, and this is uh, Doctor Burks on uh, August eighteenth. When people start to realize that ninety nine percent of us are going to be fine, it becomes more and more difficult to get people to comply. Oh yeah, because <laughs> that's the agenda. Yeah, the the word comply that that is yeah. the that is the entirety of this. This is the first phase of compliance. Yep. That, yep. For sure. Yep. If there was a, if it was an, even the hint of it being like an actual pandemic where there was actually going to be like lots and lots of people just getting wiped off the face of the earth, then you know people would actually. Take appropriate action. You know, you don't need a whole sure. social media campaign and a disinf and, and a well, I will call it a disinformation campaign. They would call what we're doing a disinformation campaign, but I'll call what they're doing a disinformation campaign. To you don't need that. You don't need a PR department to promote a pandemic. Yeah, it's insane. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, pandemics speak for themselves. They speak for themselves, <laughs> folks. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So in Germany, you know, there's a lot going on in Germany, dude. They've oh, had man. it. They're in the streets. They're protesting. I saw just in the last couple of days, they've made it illegal to yeah. protest coronavirus. But they had like a million people out. Yeah. Even though our media is trying to convince yeah. us that it's like 10,000 yeah. right-wing like extremists. 10,000 like right, yeah, 10, right-wing extremists have taken to the streets with no masks on. And you know, when I saw the, <laughs> that article that uh, where they were... T- basically making it illegal to protest they they i they had like swastikas on there to like oh my god like, they're like they they have it's so polarizing if you Photoshop. don't believe in the agenda it is you are a nazi yeah yep uh so let's see the corona extra parliamentary inquiry committee was established to investigate all things that pertain to the new coronavirus such as the severity of the virus or whether or not actions taken by governments around the world and in this case the german government are justified and not causing more harm than good. So they set up a whole committee to Censor. just look into this. Censor. What, what are, what have they found? Oh, 
takeaway. We have to ask ourselves, why are so many experts in the field being completely censored? Why is there so much information being shared that completely contradicts the narrative of our federal health regulatory agencies and organizes and organizations like the WHO? Why are these experts being heavily censored and why are alternative media platforms being censored, punished, demonetized for sharing this information? Why is that? Well, I think it's pretty obvious at this point because right. if... If you're not part of the agenda, then you're not you're not with us. You're yep. either with us or you're against us. And yep. Yep. All right. So more COVID craziness. How about this article from 2KUTV News, uh, August 25th, 2020. Study. Exercise and COVID-19 can be a dangerous combination. Yeah. Don't exercise when you have COVID. My favorite part about this article, though, is that down here uh, in the text it says... Um, Oh, what does it say? Oh, shit. Did they get rid of it? Um, pulled that out. They did get rid of it. Wow, they edited the article. They edited wow. the article since See, I they're scrubbing it, it as, fast yeah. as, as fast as they can yep. do it. Just, Good thing I made a post about it. Yeah. So what it is is they said they, they in the text of the actual original article, uh, it says, KUTV2 News did not commission or participate in this study and could not verify its results or findings. So, uh, you know, we couldn't verify the results or findings, but we're going to go ahead and publish this anyway. We, you know, we didn't even verify anything. We didn't do any journalistic uh, due diligence at all. We're just going to go ahead and publish it. Yeah, whatever. Well, when I, and I, I found this article the other day and I was talking to someone about it. And I, I just think, I mean, essentially this is kind of, common sense that you could use to go either way i think you know if if you get sick and you have a cold and you know i i would go sweat it out i would mm -hmm. go to the gym i would you know get on a treadmill get rid of it if i have the flu and i'm really laid up and my body's hurting me i'm probably not going to go to the gym mm -hmm. you know you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's kind of common sense like your body kind of tells you and they're saying yeah yeah if you're if your lungs are collapsing, maybe you shouldn't go work out, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's kind of common sense, but but this is just it's feeding that same narrative that COVID is so scary. It's so scary that you better. Well, if it was, it would be evident to all of us. Yeah. Yep. If it yeah. was, people would be sick and dying around us everywhere. There wouldn't be house parties going on in California. People would uh. genuinely be afraid <laughs> as a group, and you wouldn't have to tell people to stay inside because they would. So that's how you know. That's one of the thousand and two reasons why you know it's bullshit but you know i i would actually i think be scared to have a house party in california right now because well, they'll, they'll shut your water and power yep. off yeah uh, oh, the, the, so, the, so that's that's a nice <laughs> removal of your civil liberties without due process <laughs> yep you know that's that's your right to you know pursuit of happiness your right to liberty your right to you know be innocent of a crime without having first been convicted of a crime to just remove people's ability to i mean these are customers right these are customers yeah. that are this isn't Pain. like they're cutting off a government check because they're disobeying a government illegal mandate they're cutting off their ability to have a liberty that is well known throughout america that all of us most of us have and and all of us know that that's a normal thing to expect in the United States, so to, to cut that off mm -hmm. without any sort of anyway. But I think disaster. this is this is the this is the training though, because there is yeah. half of people think that this is the right thing to do. Yeah, that they are, they're pointing the finger and going, "Good job, Newsom. Good think, job, oh, Newsom." I have to say that I think that the biggest problem now is that all I think that the masses of people who know what's up aren't standing up, mm -hmm. the, and that includes. All of us sitting at this table, and we're not. We're not doing. Everyone's not doing. 
we're not saying no. We still are contemplating sending kids to school. We still are throwing on a mask to go into the fucking grocery store. We still are complying a little bit at a time also. And so to that, we're guilty. We're part of this. I feel like I feel like we're sort of part of the problem because there needs to be, in order for this to end, there just has to be no. It has to be no from everyone who it's no for. Mm-hmm. And, and that nobody's, that's, that's just it. So they're going to keep doing this. They're going to keep doing this as long as those of us that say no don't stand up and say no. Yep. And we're not drawing any lines in the sand. And I think that we've said this before that the biggest inhibitor to that is knowing exactly how to do that without, and, and especially because they keep us so dispersed mm-hmm. to where we can't organize together because yeah, of this digital book burning. Yep. It's hard to get together and and stand up and know how to do that in a proper way. And I think, too, that, that those of us that stand for things that are good and on moral and ethical high ground aren't looking to, you know, ac- commit atrocities and acts of terrorism no. to get our point across. And that's yeah. another thing yeah. is that yeah. the, the people that are for something that is an actual – look, the, the, the people that are committing these other acts and the people that are following these, these alternate – and I will say that the mainstream is the alternate agenda um, – they're completely – corrupted they stand on nothing they're not about anything that lasts they're not about anything concrete and so the only way that they can be heard is to be completely um given in to a criminal mindset this criminal psychopathy and frankly if you put and and just throughout the centuries if you put human beings into a situation where they don't have rules and they don't have law and they don't have order they're gonna do what the lowest vibrational energy will do and that's just true throughout humanity it doesn't have to be about the pandemic or you know these different uh movements this is this is a, the, the heart of humanity being given an excuse to run amok mm-hmm. so yeah. Anyway. yeah and they know that and they're feeding yeah. into it man like that's part of the agenda too man in order for this global rollout america has to fall that's it. they've been saying that yeah. for years yeah. look at the council on foreign relations people have come forward who have served on the council on foreign relations for a long time and they say that just without fail everybody part of that organization is about this global rollout sure. and in order to achieve that america has to fall america has to fall and we're witnessing it right we now are because yeah. Yeah. and america megan you you hit the freaking nail on the head man those of us who it's no for need to stand by that man and i'm guilty of it too it's yeah. like you know i'm gonna be honest like i've already lost one job because of this podcast okay last month i i found myself in a position where i was having to defend myself against some of the things on this podcast and i ended up losing a job over it now i'm lucky enough that i got another job in the same field i'm treading lightly man i'm treading lightly and it's frustrating yeah. uh but yeah. you know and i'm not even really saying anything completely well, out of out of fucking you know i'm not excuse me I'm not trying to like you know i'm not advocating violence I'm not saying not go hurt all. people. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just asking questions, and I'm trying to put alternative views out there. Well, this Somehow, is... it's 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 a fireable offense. Well, and that's the that's the problem with the agenda. That's the problem with yeah. what there needs to be is like that happens to one member of our community, and all of us that say no rise up for that member of our community. That we have attorneys that stand up in our communities. When I mean, there needs to be a collective of us that stand up and take each other's part and take each other's back because they're gonna single us out and pick us off yeah. one at a time. Yeah. otherwise yeah. um That's but true. but the truth of the matter is is that we live in the united states of america and regardless of all of the illegal mandates and all of the agenda we still do stand on a document that says that we have the right to live our lives in a way that we see is fitting and best to our own energetic 
flow. That is the, that is what is guaranteed and promised to us. And to be told that, that outside of work, um, or outside of, you know, there's a lot of, there's like coaches, there are, there's a lot of different people involved in a lot of different webs throughout life that are being told that they cannot have, they cannot hold, they cannot say something. And we're not talking about racial somethings. We're not talking about, yeah. uh, and, and by the way, though, in America, that's allowed. That's, yeah. I'm not, I'm oh, not advocating, oh, I'm not no. God, but I'm saying, but, Thank if, you. but you can't no. take away the, a human being's ability to be an individual and say, look, society will weed out the loser. Society yeah. will, yep. we, yep. we take care of the monsters, right? You yep. got to let people do that. But what we have right now is a society that is making monsters into heroes. Um, and, and it's, it's part of the plan. It's absolutely part of the plan. So yeah, certainly, certainly. Yeah. It's freedom of speech, freedom to believe what you want to believe, freedom to do what you want to do within, as long as you're not hurting other people, I'm all for that. And what we're doing right now is we're, we're turning us on each other. This is just a perfect example here of the, just the, um, them shutting down the water. These are some TikTok influencers. Yeah. I just put this yeah. on there. I love it. Cause I listened to Tim Dillon dude and he just goes hard. Like he, he, he like this last week, he's saying how the TikTok kids are the George Washingtons of our generation. You know, like they they just don't even care, man. They're leading this charge of independence and towards this new world order, dude. Like, you know, he, it's so funny. And so, yeah, they shut off the TikTok kids' power, uh, you know, because they won't stop partying, right? Just insane, man. Like we saw this rolling out a few weeks ago, and now they're actually they're actually doing it. But and they ought to take is... those politicians. There needs to be an uprising. People that pull those politicians out of office. It doesn't matter if people feel like that these kids are out of line or not. What's happening is the government is out of line with these kids, and that's the biggest part. The government is meant to safeguard our freedoms yeah. and our liberties. And when you have a government that does not people. do that, and in fact, t exactly, they are meant. This is they are meant to be a safeguard for us. And when it turns the other tide, the people are meant to rise against and take the power back from the government. That is what is not happening. That is exactly what has to happen for there to be a change. And this is, it's we're we see the word. T I see the word TikTok and this and stinking Garcetti, the idiot. Um, and, and I kind of blow it off in the back of my mind, but this is real shit that's happening to real people. Yep. I am going to be one of these real people that's happening to mm -hmm. all of us. All yep. of us know people yep. need to do something different. And, and, and two, as we're going into the school year, this is, this is another issue where we're, we're laying down for it. All of us saying, Oh, we're not going to mask our kids and this isn't going to happen. And we're all like, well, mm, I mean, September's around the corner. So we got to send our kids to school and that's, it's a huge deal. And now We've got this agenda being pushed through the school systems where we're going to push political policy and we're going to push uh, a, a socially uh, adopted platform through public school curriculum where we have um, BLM propaganda now coming through no, the schools. Certainly. This is a huge deal. If your teachers, if you are a teacher out there and your students know where you stand religiously or politically, you are a horrible teacher they ought to take Thank your you. credentials away you. you ought to never yes. ever ever yes. have the privilege to interact with a child ever again shame on you you're a loser that's not your place that's not your job the school systems are not there for that reason this is subverting the family subverting the constitution they're taking your children from you we all need to be saying no we need to be saying no harder than what we are and we're not. And that's why this is still spiraling. And I will sit up here every time and be equally mad at myself that, that 
this is literally, and I go back to, I'm running into the only time I put a mask on is when I must get food for my family. And I have my kids in a, in a running locked car in the parking lot because I'm not masking my kids. I'm not putting them through psychological warfare. And I'm, and I'm, and I'll, and my family, and, and to, and to get into this, I'm going to touch on the race agenda because of this. I have, uh, I have mixed race children. Um, and I live on a street with a family down the road that has, um, children of mixed race also. And there has been, um, issues with a um between our families that they are a masky family and we're not a masky family and and we've had issues with this family telling our children they weren't allowed to come past a certain place uh on the street on their bicycles because of all this and and so there was sort of this like covid uh undercurrent going and then when we put up the american flag uh i guess somehow that was a trigger for them to put up their blm and i became a racist mm-hmm. so this is a story in my <laughs> neighborhood your kids, telling your they, kids. They t- this is true that these this family told my children that oh their mother God. is a racist <laughs> we've lived on this street with this family for four years by the way um so this was going on for a couple months and you know I'm not going to feed into that, uh, but but we have been so super fortunate. Um, we have a family that just bought the house or just moved into the house next door to us, and they are also a family that has there is an interracial couple. They have uh, mixed race children, and and do you know what? My kids don't give a fuck. They yeah. don't care. They don't care. They're hilarious. They're all hilarious. There's a little white girl next door. There's a little black boy next door. There's a little mixed race boy next door. Across the street, there's a, the, the little blondie head little boy. And do you know what? They all sit and play on my front porch and play Legos. They all eat the same ice cream out of my freezer, and they don't care. They don't ask. None of these children are mass. All of us families, we interact with, in fact, yeah. we were invited to do this like circus fire party, fire dancing, yeah. juggling party, right? Like, Ooh, so yeah. families getting together. But the Ooh, point is, I don't know how, I don't know why I derail it, probably just because great. of how much this oh, is this just is in front of my face. But I want like, and you know, I took my kids out to Turtle Rock and I'm watching again, I have um, a, a little boy that's um, uh, mixed race and I'm just watching like my children out here playing and here I watch my little guy and he's off with you know a little uh, a little black boy and they're up the river they go and they're in their goggles and you know what at no point at no point did not only was his mother sitting with a, a group of people all of different looks like uh, ethnicities and races and and they're talking and they're playing and guess what it's not a problem it's not a problem that they're pushing and, it sounds and like no one's racist. But, but it it sounds like the kids don't care. It like yeah. you know when my little boy. It, so uh, my one little boy has he has black hair. His eyes are are virtually black. He is very 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 um, beautiful, olive dark skin. And I have a little niece who is that her hair is so blonde. It's it you could almost it's almost like that white color. She has stark blue eyes. And do you know what? They don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They love each other. They play. But what's happening is now I've got my little guy coming up the road to me to say, you know, mom, they said you're racist. Doesn't that mean that you don't like black people? Mom, doesn't it mean? And this is shit that they've never heard before. Mm-hmm. They've never heard this before. Because why? Because American families are not teaching hate to their children. American families are loving one another the way that we were all. And in fact, when I think, I was thinking about this a lot today as I look at my children playing and doing life the way that it's meant to be lived. And I'm watching on the news and them saying what's happening out there in the world. And I'm going to be 42 years old this year. 
And yeah, maybe I've Welcome had, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, in some ways I've had a really, really hard, uh, horrible journey in some ways, and in some ways I've been very blessed and elevated, but at the end of the day, we all have our struggles and even still throughout all of the diversity, right? So I've been through, you know, marriages and divorces and, and child sexual abuse and sexual trauma. I've been through, uh, you know, domestic violence. I've been through uh, my mother committing suicide at my house. I've been through, um, rebirth and renewal. I've been, I pulled myself out of ashes and, and it wasn't in all of this and everyone I've interacted with in my life ever was it brought to my attention that we were having an issue where we didn't like each other based on the color of our skin until really, I know it's been a, a few times in my life, but really this COVID thing and I know so we're talking about COVID but this is part of that platform oh. agenda it's just like how you have three parts to the presidency you've got several parts to this COVID agenda and um, and and I, I'm so frustrated because I watch my, like I say, we've got this one fan and it's, and I feel bad for these kids. Yeah. They're being fed hate mm -hmm. by their mothers. They're being absolutely fed hate and, and taught something that isn't true. They're not allowed to even play. So now we've got like, you know, nine kids in the neighborhood, you know, all like palling around they're back and forth at each other's house and they're all you know they were eating meals and someone's barbecuing here we're doing someone sleeping in the teepee in this backyard right and then we've got this one family on the street that because of the covid agenda um that it has been blown up because i feel like that that's another thing right they have to have more and more reasons to try to they're just building this mountain of reasons of why that we have to have division and why yeah. everything has to change and and really the reasons don't exist we have this one family full of kids that can't play with and won't play with my kids and further they're growing up on a street where they're being taught that to, to be enemies with my kids that my kids are the enemies and i am the enemy when we we can be totally symbiotic, right? I mean, I've lived it for all these years and not had a problem with this yeah. family until the COVID thing, until flags were going up and I wasn't putting up the right flags, until, you know, it's, it's and, and it's and it's bonkers to me, especially if anyone who knows me knows my family dynamic, um, to to that that I even have to to speak on it, and and I and I know I'm not the only person that feels this way. Um, so Not it's, it's all. absolutely blowing Straight my mind. Us. And I think, you know, I'm like how, how, you know, I look at like, like I say, like, I'm looking at my little boy, the one who mostly doesn't, if you're going to, if I have to even say this, it doesn't look like the rest of us. Like what, how does, how is he going to be made to feel like, is he going to feel like, what side does he what side is he supposed to get pushed to what side is he supposed to stand on right and 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 who is he allowed to um be friends with and speak openly with and which parents are gonna uh, to me to me this is a pervert this is perversion from the ground up and it's coming from the top down and mm -hmm. it's taking our kids it's b bleeding over into the school systems i mean and, and it, it's so saturated throughout um Every it, it's 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 so saturated through our society them and I've said this several episodes back them forcing us as parents to mask our children was the beginning of the end that was the before and after for our kids because the parents that are if you're masking your children and walking them to the park if you are mad listen a year ago it would have been child abuse it absolutely right. would yeah. and you know there are Six like I ago. I have a lot of support and not a lot of people do there are single parents not everything is perfect not everything works out but if you have any kind of a choice and you're masking your kid to walk down the street mm. you're masking your kid at the pool if you're uh, if you're like the couple of the families that 
some of us have seen it like the rivers and the lakes with kids in the lake in the middle of the lake with nobody around them and they're in a mask no because you're you're hurting your family you're hurting your family you're hurting your children you're setting them up to fail your choices shape their chances they need they are given us to be their advocates and to be their powerful strong voices and to stand up for them and to stand up for a future that is something that will will help them to thrive are we really about to to make them all equal in poverty are we really about to allow you know Billy to wipe out, you know, millions of us because he's a eugenicist. He's a he's a he's a proclaimed eugenicist, and he wants to have. Look, I I really got demoralized coming in because we we really and I'm, I'm not even going to speak on it, but Do you it. guys know you guys know that we had some shit that we wanted to say today that we can't say, yeah. which super super. Let me speak to injustice. Yeah. To take oh, and we've all talked about taking away people's voices. We have had to censor ourselves. We have had to essentially censor other people from being able to speak on this platform because of the shit that's going on in the world right now. We are having to be careful with our children. Like I'm, I'm who we associate with who we associate yeah. with, and, and it's it's not even. Oh my god, it's such a fucking frustrating thing, dude. It, like it, it's so, and, and here's and it gets even like so that my sister calls me today and she's emotional. She's been dealing with uh, kind of a little bit of a, a health issue that she's kind of like putting on the back burner, putting on the back burner because she has a very young. She has a two year old, her first daughter. Um, and she's not about to take her into public yeah. space and mask her baby, which is what they're doing in doctor's offices, by the way. I have uh, a friend who went into the hospital for another issue, and they made him mask his three-year-old little boy. So, um, and, and the mask, it literally, the photos, the mask is hanging off this baby's face, but but they're going to require it. So, you know, and she's, she's putting off, like, she's, you know, wanting to maybe just go to urgent care and just, like, talk to them about a couple things. And, and she's so worried because if you go into urgent care now, it's like you guys were talking about, you can't be sick. Yeah, you can't be sick. And with contact tracing, she's got a little girl. So, you know, they've got all of her records. They've got all the information. They know where she lives. And she, so, you know, I'm going to sit with my niece tomorrow so she can go to the urgent care. But now we're, we're literally having these dialogues like, okay, well, when you go and just say the baby hasn't been staying with you in a number of weeks, it's been at auntie's house or whatever. Like, don't tell them the fact that we have to have these conversations and we've seen, yep. and, and yep. I want to do an episode on this and I know that we will, but I, we're going to tear apart child protective services one of these days because they are absolute, an absolute disgrace. They are not about families. They are certainly not about children and they lose them more often than they save them. Not to mention how often they traffic them out and, and Oregon's child protective services is, uh, is it, a horrendous disgrace to the protection of children. It is an absolute disgrace. So again, we're talking about this. These agendas are so super interwoven with uh, despair, potentially. Of, of you know, when we talk about like, well, this is. I think, and I think we. I think even sitting at this table, the more I let it sink in, we talk about you know um, the new normal. You know, and none of us want to accept that. But people talking about the new normal, um, and 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 it's and it's just it's just um, it's so diabolical. Yeah, it's It's so disgusting. It's so vile. And and truly, guys, we we can you can turn on turn on CNN, turn on ABC. Because let me tell you something. That's that's where the bad guys are. That is who they will 
cut your legs out from underneath you with one hand while pretending to hold you up with the other, you need to be very, very careful. There, the time for trusting the government, if there ever was this, and, and there really was. I feel, I feel like through the 80s and 90s, it was kind of like, they kind of might want us. I felt that they did. I felt that they that's did. That's when they really were getting good at it. They were getting good yeah, at it. Yeah, dude. That's when they really started getting shy. Um, getting good I, at it. I, what I mean is public perception. <laughs> okay, I don't mean yes, that they yes, were... Yes, no, yes, so, yes. okay, I was like, why are you guys disagreeing with me? Public perception. It's so obvious and blatant. I don't feel that it... I don't feel that it was as blatant because we were all fooled. No. Weren't we all anti-terrorists? Okay. Weren't we all on board? To okay, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. They I were guess doing I shady. am. They haven't okay. changed. It's okay. been the public perception. perception Correct. That's shifted. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Totally. So, okay. Totally. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was gonna like growl at me. That was a growl. So I think, I think, I mean, a lot of things came, so many things. That was a wonderful rant. Yes. <laughs> so wonderful. I loved it. So mad, you um, guys. I think it comes down to some things, though, that like we've been saying a lot, a lot is where are your lines and what are you going to do when they get crossed? Because they're getting crossed. Mm-hmm. Our, our lines are being crossed as we speak. We've been yeah. saying this. They keep rolling it out farther. And, uh, you know, like my children have never worn a mask. Uh, my daughter turns five in two weeks. So now she's required to wear one when yeah, right. when that happens. She's not wearing a mask. Yeah. But um, but what am I going to do? Because there's going to be situations like you were talking about. Like, what if we have to go to the doctor? Yeah, man. What do we do in that situation? I haven't thought that through yet. Well, I'm worried. Like, what happens if, okay, like... You know, like sometimes, like kids get what's like a big, like bronchitis, right? They get bronchitis, they get these like coffee things, they get whatever. They're going to tell you it's COVID. And they're going to, and like, (laughs) here's the thing. Like, so as a parent, I I actually like, I I physically feel stressed when I think about this because as if the medical profession didn't try to come in and impede your ability to parent anyways, and and we can just use vaccines to begin with, but in every area we've talked about it, in childbirth, and at every turn the government has been taking your children away from you, at every turn the government has been turning families away from the family unit, as if if it was something dirty and not to be held in high regard. It is the crux of all humanity. It is the beginning and end of all things that are beautiful and hopeful and pure. You cannot have a nation, you cannot have strength, you cannot have a, a a thriving economy without a strong family unit and we need to have many 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 of those and the government doesn't want that we want to convince our parents that we want our kids to be in daycare younger and younger and younger and younger and younger we want them to be schooled younger and younger and younger under the guise of oh we're going to socialize them when really psychology would tell us that until seven years old by the side of the parent is the absolute best place for your child to be they need to be learning mannerisms children until they're three years old don't even understand that there's a universe outside of them they don't really they don't they can't have empathy they can't empathize they can't you know if, if they're hurt or if you're hurt it's a completely there's a wall they can't understand it and so this this first seven years is so crucial to them we're talking about the government using parent i don't know why i, I i'm so <laughs> i'm mad yes. I'm sweating. I'm mad. This is great. Nice. God, is it, am I glistening? I hope you look beautiful. It's not picking it up. Um, I, I, but I, I don't even know where I was going with that, you guys. The government, I, I, the government I, using parents. They, they really are just using us against our kids. It's bringing me to tears because I won't be used as a sword against my children's psychological well-being. It is deep in my bones to protect them and to my death. Yeah. And... and I won't accept 
this new agenda for them on their behalf. I won't say yes to it on their behalf. And this includes, you know, I, I, I have having talks with my daughter who's worried that she doesn't get to start, you know, seventh grade this year. This is, you know, a special year. Gosh, I'm getting old. Her eighth grade year. But it's her it's her eighth grade year and she's and she's not gonna get to like have her final middle school year with like her peers and her friends. We we don't even know what we're gonna do with our kids. Like this this is how this is how crazy it is because as far as I am concerned, the options that are on the table are not options. Public mm-hmm. school is absolutely not an option. Um, the private schools at this point follow the agendas and most people would either choose not to maybe put their kids into a certain kind of private school, although there are many private schools that have nothing to do with uh, religious affiliation, right? You can have um, schools that are like, you know, um, immersion schools, you know, like, um, you know, Japanese immersion school. I think they have one like in West Eugene. So there's there's all different kinds. Um, ooh, I would go far down this rabbit hole too, and that's another thing, like how we won't subsidize uh, schooling. We're going to have to edit all this out. I will go wet no, down go, too many go. dark Just rabbit keep holes. keep going, keep going. You know... They have been taking away our ability to properly prepare our children for life, mm-hmm. both um, in an educational standpoint, and, and I think that we talked about this not long mm-hmm. ago, Scott, and I, I don't know if we talked about this maybe like around the campfire or something when we were all out, but but just, um, God, we're going to have to edit this because I, I get off on too many tangents. And I no, get it's great. We love it. Somebody else take we it. Oh, it. Well, I was going to say, too, like when we went to that open organ rally, they were talking about one of the things that really stood out to me. I can't remember even who said it, but they said like part of the Marxist agenda is that they, it takes about 20 years to indoctrinate uh, society into whatever it is that you're trying to indoctrinate them into and that's because it takes about that long for that generation who's a, who are infants sure. when, the, when, when it starts in order to become adults. And so you have to have uh, a mechanism in place to indoctrinate them, and that's what we have here. I mean, we have indoctrination centers, right? And it's different, though, because, like, then the elites, right? They have their own schools that they all go to, and they get a whole separate different education, you know, and then teaches them how to uh, do that. While it's us, it's it's all just uh, keeping us, you know, adding adding numbers that don't even need to be added, right? You know what I mean? Like, what, mm-hmm. what do they call that? The, I can't remember. But anyway... Like the biggest atrocious crime is the one that's committed against the psyche mm-hmm. because you can learn to read later. You can learn complex mathematical equations later. You can, you know, learn a skill or a trade later. It's not what you can't learn later. It's what you can't gain back developmentally once those crucial developmental milestones have come and passed. This is the whole this is the this is where MK Ultra will play into this. This is absolute mind manipulation, psychopathy against the American people. This is the silent weapon. This is the quiet war. This is it being played out before us. They are using our children to do it. They've been breaking the family apart as part of its agenda. I mean, B- Bill Cooper talks has talked about it. I mean, there's 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 so much. And and I want to touch again too. I want to. I'm I'm frustrated too as as a, as a woman. <laughs> I grew up in an age where I was taught that, you know, um, it was so important for women to get into the workplace and, and women had to fight to be equal to men. Like that was so like d- driven into me. And yet I never, as a, as a, as an older, uh, I would say teenager and, and a younger, like twenties woman, I experienced, um, a little bit of, uh, I would say like a definite, like I was flat out told once for a job, I couldn't have a job because there was a lot of men on the job and they weren't going to put a female with the, the men, you know, we're talking like 20 years ago now, but, um, you know, a couple of little, like, you know, it's, 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 it's terrible, but eh, it happened. Um, where was I going with that? 
uh, oh, as a woman, you know, we're taught to, um, to desire to get like higher up, right? Like I don't think it was ever in my life expressed to me that it was acceptable that if I were to want to, um, stay home and raise my children, that that was the way to go, that that would be acceptable. And it really took until I was in my late thirties till I didn't feel, I'm going to say this now because I feel confident, but it took the better part of my motherhood before I didn't feel ashamed about being a mother. And that's what it was that I didn't finish my law degree, that I didn't finish my psychology degree, that I didn't pursue, you know, way back when I used to want to do, you know, law enforcement for, um, you know, like sex crimes against children, all of these kind of things. And, and my whole life it was stacked against me that I hadn't somehow done enough. And that's the societal agenda because the truth of the matter is, as I did in, in my opinion with the, with, with the circumstances that I had before me in my life, I did the absolute best thing I ever could have done with those years of my life, which was to help to shape the children that would become the future, the children that would continue to carry on legacies of the family unit, of the ethics that I set forward, of the morals that I set forward. This is the flavor of America. This is why it's important for every single family to hold tight to these things. That we're talking about systematic racism which is not to say that racism does not exist, is not to say that there are not things that cannot be made improved upon, but hear me when I say, for uh, Americans especially, can I say something? Uh, What we have is an influx of college kids, it seems like to me, um, and adults with uh, sordid pasts and nothing to stand for and stand for nothing that have taken up this 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 criminal mindset. We've had an African-American president that we had for eight years. We have Stella Emanuel, who is one of the most uh, brilliant, uh, well-spoken um, doctors in the field speaking out like what we're talking about, like the, the Swedish study. Yeah. She understands what's up with uh, hydroxychloroquine. We've got the the uh, police, police uh, chief, chief in Seattle, in Seattle yeah. stepping down because of a, a, a Black Lives Matter and Antifa just absolutely perverting and destroying that beautiful city. And and we've got who is it Ben and Carson it, Carl who's the other the doctor he's he and we're picking out some names here I'm, this is not these are not the, isolated no there absolutely are, not no I'm just I'm just that stand, that oh, yes stand I'm just I'm just I'm things. just absolutely I, no, I, I agree with you 100 percent I just want to point that out that like um you know there there are many black people that don't this is not their agenda Candace Owen and I'm watching She's these hilarious. women these women who have worked so hard and the and they're women of color and and when I was growing up I was taught that that was like the ultimate epitome that uh, like Women of color, when I was growing up, that was like the most oppressed thing you would hear about. Like women were not being treated equal. They were not being paid equal to men in the workforce. You know, we were being oppressed by being expected to stay home with our kids. The whole, you know, feminist uh, agenda came out. And I will say it's an agenda because it's a perversion of women. I said it. It is not in women's best interest. It is not for women. It is counter women. It is counter our goddess. It is counter our power. Um, And it takes away the beauty and the power of what we actually have, which is very, very large. The the energy that a woman possesses, excuse me, to all the men that are listening, but women will understand. And I know that men who have greatly loved the heart of a woman will understand there is a power within a woman that the feminist uh, agenda will pervert and take away. And and, and in the same way, they want to discredit men, that they are not... um, they, they should not display who they are. They should not stand up. They should, like, you know, you've said before, too, like, with where your kids are concerned, like, and, and, and uh, your, 
and mama's pregnancy yeah. like that you felt like can you have a voice like what is your voice? what's your we've taken that away this is all this all of this for all of this these decades and all of this going out through all of these areas in our community this has been the agenda all along. We're seeing them really boot stomp down with the COVID. We're seeing them really boot stomp down, especially if, if, you, if <laughs> I, I would like at some point to pull up again. I know we were looking at um, some links, but like we're looking at like where all of these um, donations for BLM yeah. are going. Act Blue, which goes directly to Joe Biden. Yeah, uh, right. And then um, we've got, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so, so If you perverse. donate to BLM, you're just giving yeah. your money has, to Joe Has Biden. Biden really stood up for the black community in, I'm pretty in his history? Sure. Yeah, he's like, he's a very staunch supporter of black, uh, the black community, isn't he? I mean, wasn't that what the 1996 crime bill was all about? Oh, yeah. Like, making yeah. sure that we uh, make really strict laws in, in black community and in, 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 in targeted, targeting minority communities. Right and and so that they get the so that they get imprisoned and get the help that they need. Right. Well, I let's mean, that's be part of it. Well, Duh. let's be clear. He's totally fine with murdering black babies. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he and he and she both are. Listen, if you're a human being and you want to stand on moral high ground and talk about um, human rights. You know anything and about we're not talking to- about the, the slave trade in Libya. If we're not talking about how your cell phone battery, you can edit this out if your you Tesla, want. I'm still going to no, say, you want to talk about where your lithium's coming from? That's little kids. That's slave labor. Don't talk to me about the oppression that's going on in Portland, Oregon. If you want to talk about something real, let's talk about something <laughs> real. If you want to help to undo slavery, if you want to really talk about human rights, you can't start murdering humans when they're when they're brand new humans. That is the truth. And whether or not that burned you to hear. You don't have to agree with me, but your way isn't working. Your way isn't working. And and the way that our society has gone is down, is down. And and to throw human beings away and make that be the norm, that's where this eugenist movement's going to come in. Margaret Sanger, the whole yeah, the whole business. Look into Margaret Sanger, dude. Just take that's a, just another do a quick episode we need to search. do. We are going to do one for sure. We've been talking about um, it for a long time, but like, dude, just I, do a I'm, quick Google search. Uh, Margaret Sanger racism. If you don't know who Margaret Sanger is, Corbett does. Some good okay, I'm jumping yeah. all over the place because I've, I've had yeah. so much. I've had so much built up inside of me this weekend. So I know you're gonna probably have to edit out no, a lot no, of this. No, you're not. We're not editing anything. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is getting edited. Welcome trying, to Meganzilla. For like, Megan for like the first 20 minutes, I was like, "You're gonna be cool. You're gonna be calm. Your emotions will not get the better." I was, and I was like, "Do you?" I actually feel like maybe I'm like getting so zen that I might like fall asleep at this table, and then I'm like. But then I crush you. So yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes. no, that's the name. This episode is going to be called um, the Megan's. Uh, Megan rant. crush you. Uh, Meg, Megan will crush you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've been talking like like this is all like just a part of the plan. Like you know, once you zoom out and look at it, it's all a part of the plan, man. And so it's important to zoom out. I like that. Yeah, like yeah. you have to be mindful about this situation. Look, look at it. Like if. If you're only on one side and sitting there and just pointing the finger at the other side, mm-hmm. you're exactly where they want you. Step out, step out a couple of degrees and look at it. Look at what's happening. Does it make sense? Does mm-hmm. it make sense in terms of the data? Does it make sense? I mean, really, is this I, I all just think, a coincidence? I don't think it takes uh, a very intelligent, a lot of intelligence. You don't have to look very far be- behind the curtain to see this. The whole thing falls apart real quick. Yep, absolutely. It's okay that it does that, guys. That's the yeah. scary part. You've been lied to. Everything You've falling apart. It. Everything being a lie. It's very scary, but it's okay. It's, it's okay, okay that it does that. It's okay for things That's to fall I, apart. Yeah. That's how things come back together in an appropriate way. So let these uncomfortable things happen so that you can have a better quality of 
existence. Absolutely. And, and, and that is what it will be. It's, it, it's, it's tenuous and it's stressful anyways. You might as well live it in a, in a fashion of truth. You might as well, you know, use your intelligence in the direction of truth and, and, and of uncovering things that are good for you and yours. Yeah. Really. I would, I would really recommend too, like you were talking about quality of life. Like are, are we're going to really, I have a real strong feeling that in the next few months we're going to have our whole standard or, or definition of what quality of life is going to be completely shattered. And yep. we're going to have to completely radically redefine what that means. And it's going to be basically just basic, basic, basic stuff. Right. And it's going to yeah. be really frightening, yeah. you know? And I think, you know, our group, we have like a circle of, you know, right now we're, 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 I don't know, 20 people or so, so. you know, people that are friends, family, people that are, are, are awake to what's going on. People that are waking up to what's going on. Um, we started like a little, you know, private group chat and we started chatting about like, okay, we need to get together and come up with a plan. And so this is what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. Like, okay, what we need to draw these lines and what's going to happen when these lines get crossed. Okay. We live in Oregon, you know, like what we were t- uh, talked about earlier about how, when they, they role played the whole election and how, uh, Podesta who played the role of Biden, John Podesta, uh, he, uh, he, he basically pedophile Podesta. Yeah. yeah, He, he basically said that he, he, during the, during the test run, they did not concede the election. If Trump, let's say in this simulation, Trump wins, they did not contest the election. This is a New York times article. You can go read it, dude. Um, but like, okay. So they don't concede the election. So all the blue States secede from the United States and declare, uh, a separate nation with Biden as president. Okay. So that's what they've said they're going to do. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said that she said, I'm going to be president during this time when there's no president because the election's <laughs> up for debate, okay? Because that's, that's what happens. You can listen to her saying that, that, that she expects to be president or something like that because you know there's going to be a period of time where there's going to be no president because the election's still being contested. But they've also said it's going to be like a hot civil war. And we're right here in Oregon. We're, we're in the war zone. So we're getting together as a, as a collective and we're going to basically say, okay, we're going to like maybe say, okay, Okay, what what do we need to get as a as a community? And we're gonna like if they restrict travel, like if they restrict, yeah, exactly. If they restrict travel, where do, where are we all gonna we meet? We have a place yeah. that we're gonna go, and that's the thing. Like if we're the grid, all gonna if gather the grid goes our supplies. Down, yep. If, if if communications go down, if electricity goes out, or whatever, we're all gonna meet at this location. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we've got pew pews. We've got uh, you know we've got. <laughs> Got it took me a minute. I was like, Wait, what the hell? You know, we've, we've, we've got, I've got, I've got, we just need to, we took, need to start. It took till you were laughing for me to get it. We need so. to start, we need to start collecting food, water, like, and we need to start like, like supplies, you know? Like, okay, like, I want to just and, interrupt and, and, for one and, and, second. And, and, and so anyway, we're being proactive about yeah. it, man. Yeah. And I encourage everybody to do the same. Find so we, your tribe, we, find your people. Find your tribe and have what we call the round table discussion. Have yourselves a round table. Get your people around. That's what we're doing. We're getting the people that we love most and everybody has something. This is even about and we had a, a couple of people in our circle um, ask whether or not this was like you know a they discussion it was about a, politics yeah, yeah. I mean uh, no. politics are driving this let's not, let's don't yeah, any of us yeah. be confused about that but act. but what we're yeah. talking about is, yeah we are all like literally we're being herded right so what what do we do when we get to the to the cliff edge because that's exactly we're, we're just in with the herd and they're and they're forcing yeah. us to the edge so when we when we're approaching this what are we going to do and what are our lines in the sand and how can we because I think this is the thing. We, the record, and I don't we have can't pew-pews. do it alone. I'm we can't to own pew pews. I am allowed to own pew pews. I, I don't touch pew pews at all. I, I very much. You should not touch pew pews. I don't touch pew pews. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> okay, I just want to say I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here real quick just to maneuver one in just because this is kind of uh, I I think I sent this to you guys but uh, I I there is a piece of hope that's a little closer uh, that. 
Idaho's House of Representatives votes to end coronavirus emergency effective immediately. So this oh, was yeah, yeah. this was just two days ago. Uh, today, lawmakers in Idaho's House voted to advance a resolution that ends Idaho Governor Brad Little's coronavirus emergency declaration, and it goes on. So you know, this is there are. I mean, we've talked uh, about Missouri. You know, I've heard Iowa's a good place, but just just to throw some places out there for people that are thinking about this. You know, this is the kind of stuff we're thinking about. We're thinking about where where can we go. Where can we go? I mean, or where can like a mass, like where, where can like a, a, a number of us acquire land? Yeah. That's another yeah. thing. Like, and, and it's interesting because We're I finding feel like that's not as easy as it, as it, as it would seem. It's no, interesting. And, uh, and I think that there's, there's another to piece no, no, to that. Good. There's this whole other piece to that though, that I was talking with uh, Rob about the other day mm-hmm. is that, you know, I mean, if you don't outright buy that land and pay for everything, if you get on, you know, if you, mm. if you uh, are, buying that through the bank or whatnot, you know, they could still recall that. That is really not yours. So there's a whole nother piece that, that yeah, he, he brought that up that um, really they could still use it against you to, to do what they want. So there's uh, not, to, not to spread more fear. I mean, at but, the end of the day, you yeah. even if you own your land outright, the government always can tax it. At the end of the day, nothing is yours. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. except for you. Yeah, that's what's yeah. at stake, and they're coming for that that's too. That's what's baby. at stake is your individuality, your children's sovereignty. That's what that's what's left. That's what they're they're coming for, and what, and 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 if they can succeed in making America fall, then the world will have fallen, mm-hmm. and that will be unrecoverable mm-hmm. we will and and we are already at but how many before and after moments do we need how many times yeah. and you and then you know and we're talking about we, i'm hearing michelle obama talk about under no circumstances michael, should michael obama. <laughs> uncle mike uncle mike big, big mike. little big mike big mike <laughs> cut to me showing my should, am i allowed to even say that yeah, I, we were having yeah. to explain what what big they mike know, was? they know they know now my kids understand because oh, they've yeah, now seen hilarious. video oh, standing God, in my yeah. kitchen i'm like it's, yeah. you're old enough come on, i'm gonna tell you that i'm gonna show big you mike. i'm gonna show you we'll show you the video of big mike's roll of quarters <laughs> <laughs> it's so horrible so right so we've got michael obama sorry all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be polite, but I have no respect for this human. So, um, but Michelle Obama saying that that uh, under no circumstances should Biden concede this election. So, so let me spell out what this what that means. When you have highly respected top government officials essentially saying that, Clinton and what what, what she's saying is under no circumstances. What we call that in the United States is an act of terrorism. What we call that is a traitor. What we call that is treason. That is correct. So those people who are standing on the abolition of our Constitution, why don't we just quit locking down everything with COVID so you can travel the fuck on out to a country where they are all about what you are fighting to make this nation be? Because I promise you, I promise you, if you really want this anarchy, it's out there waiting for you. As a matter of fact, all of you with loud voices and all of your your arson and all of your, and all of you, you big guys beating people with skateboards, how about you use your big voices and your arms to help some of these traffic kids how about if we talk about where your lithium batteries are coming from how about we talk about the abolition of the family and why you act the way that you do now so there are there are uh uh <laughs> okay i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop no no i love it i, I, love I, love it. I, love I start it. to get too upset and then i get confused about where i want to go with it um, keep going man uh, megan zilla baby gosh yeah. 
I don't feel like I'm keeping on point. I'm no, not it's, so. It's, I'm, it's I keep not about, saying that it's, it's 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 great, but um, I I think I think uh, you know we should kind of come back here. I th I think there are th the positive things that I see. The po is that is that you know we're both parents and we can both say we, like we'll be able to tell our kids when they did this. We stood up against it. Hell yeah. yeah. We stood up against it. That's what we're it. doing now. Like we my, stood up against yeah. it. We did not concede. We did not acquiesce to the to this new way of doing things that did not that took away our freedom and that, that stomped the the um constitution. We yep. we stood up. And, and we, explain this to your kids. People yeah. talk to their kids about sex, but talk to them about this. Talk to them about why we don't comply. Talk to them about what we stand for because that gives it gives them uh, it gives them internal armor. It gives them a sword to fight with as they go forward. And, and they need to be able to use their intelligence. They need to be able to use their minds in such a way because, because the war is being fought on the mind. So don't just not mask your kids. We talk about why we don't mask our kids. Yeah. We talk to our kids about why some of these agendas are not good for our families, our lives, or our country. We talk about why some um, issues that are brought to light are important issues and we trace those back we we take responsibility for our families and our children and it's all coming we, from a place of love and compassion yes. and tolerance and respect and acceptance mm -hmm. and all the things that uh i guess these folks claim to have but you get alone in a room with them those are the last things that they stand for 100 percent well i remember like when these when these riots first started right when when like the actual like burning and the looting and all that stuff first started like you know it was like i remember having the thought and i remember hearing other people saying like god eventually someone's gonna pull out a gun and someone's gonna get shot and and it's just gonna go all downhill from there and it seemed like such a preposterous thing and it's something that i was like oh my god yeah when that happens and it's all over like that was like a worst case scenario that i couldn't even imagine that actually happening and now it's like a now it's that's how when I think back to where we were to where we are, the frog in a pot of water, dude, like like now, it's a daily occurrence. People are just shooting each other in the streets, just murdering people in the streets on both sides. And it's like, it's just, now that's just normal. I remember a time where that seemed like worst case scenario, my biggest fear. And now it's just, you know, whatever. Who else got shot today? I don't, you know, whatever. Also, let's remember it's been like this many months, yeah. right? A few, a couple little months that where this became normal. This? And that's just it. Um, okay. Oh, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. And we can cut out his name either. But the the seventeen year old, the whole thing is that one. Uh, I'm not even going to get into the whole thing about that tonight. I think that that deserves like it's it, a whole section of a whole nother. Ep and I I can't emotionally uh, uh, even do it. But but one of the things that he was is being that I'm reading that he's being called out for is that he traveled from his state to another state to um and and a quote that I read a BLM uh, spokesperson was quoted saying that you know he was looking for trouble because he was defending businesses quote that weren't even his so here's my question then and this is why that that whole um that the whole agenda is to subvert our government um, and where, where, whatever you're going to stand behind, but if you're, whatever label you're standing behind, I don't care. But if you're the one that's standing behind the destruction, if you're the one that's standing behind the arson, if you're destroying things, your virtue is over now. Any, any chance you had to be, cre to be credible that you were standing on something that was about helping other human beings is over now. And what is it that Americans, I'm going to speak to Americans are expected to do when our cities, our towns 
our businesses where we shop, where our, our kids walk down the street are under attack, that we are supposed to stand in our living rooms with our masks on and, and hide behind the curtains while we watch the fall of America. I don't think so. And in fact, what needs to happen is more people need to stand up. If you are going to bring violence and burning and death and hate and murder, people are going to stand up against that. This is not... Especially when the police are being told to stand down and the mayors are, are participating Are participating. In and again, we're talking about treason. This is... A tr- this is a tr- <laughs> these are traitors. And look at me. I'm here defending the damn government. No, I ain't playing that. And that's the funny thing, too, is like, you know what? If, here's the solution, folks. Here's the damn solution. You want a damn solution? Here's the damn solution. We need to sit down because here we are. Here we are. Over here, ranting and raving about all these lockdowns and how the government needs to fall and all these, you know, we need to drag them out of their houses and we need to not hurt them, but give them a stern talking to and be like, look. They need to be locked into know, a dark cell yes, for the rest okay, of all their days we, for crimes that, against humanity. Yes, and BLM, Antifa, they're saying the exact same fucking thing. They are. Oh my God. Why, what, can you imagine what would happen if we all got together and said, wait a minute, we are actually fighting the same people over the same things and actually put this to good use man instead of hurting and murdering each other what the hell i think that the i think i i think that the 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 bigger issues behind what's going on with these agendas is it's a dark issue what we're talking about i we're talking about fascism we're talking about marxism we're talking about anti-american ideals when you're talking about these rioters that are destroying things and standing on these labels as if they are warriors of peace or bringing about something that is a positive change for America, that is not what is happening. You are not, you have no credibility here. And again, what do you expect? What they, and I'll tell you what they expect. They expect all of us to roll over and to simply turn over everything that is ours, including our own ability to, to safely identify with our own individuality from us and then that still won't be enough they will still march us off along with all the rest of the camps do not be fooled do not be divided yeah they're using you and then as soon as their agenda is played out you're gonna go right in the ovens with us dude well i shouldn't say ovens i mean you're gonna go right in the freaking they're probably the guillotines right in the guillotines i think i think us, they're dude. i'm i'm gonna vote that they're gonna cut heads off in the town square that's yeah. what i'm going for yeah but you know 10 years uh, yeah. Okay, years, I'm I coming say. back. It's, it, we somehow back around to this, but, uh, <laughs> but back to the the acquiescence that we talked about. Yeah, that we were kind of getting on ourselves a little bit at first. And um, what I think that um, the, the the biggest part of the solution that we can do, and we've talked about this before, but is become less dependent on the system that mm-hmm. wants you to act. We asked to it. Um, I mean, we, we were using the doctor example at one point. I, I've we virtually don't use doctors right. this, the same way anymore. We have we have become less dependent on that system and found be, because for one that system is not helping. It, us. It's not a, it's not a healing industry. Yeah, the truth is, and yeah. people believe that the medical community is about healing, and there are healers in the medical community, but the medical profession is not healing. They are not about healing. They are run, paid for, trained, bought, and paid for through the pharmaceutical companies. Yep. Make no mistake yep. about where their bread is buttered and if what the it is that they're doing. Are going to try to raise our kids this way, where where they are masked in their these new way of doing things that is that is unacceptable. Then we need to not acquiesce to that. We need to find a new way to to. 
to raise our children. I mean, we need to, I mean, aside from a grocery store at this time, and I would even go as far as to say, you know, what we're talking about is, is getting land and growing our mm-hmm. own food and things like this. We're, we're trying to make steps to become less dependent on the system that makes us acquiesce to it. Well, can I say, this is what I think the number one inhibitor of people doing that is. I'm going to tell you the number one thing is electronics. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. all arrested to the idea of the digital universe. And I'm, I'm speaking in a broad term, but this whole, the Neuralink rollout, mm-hmm. the whole, oh, the, well, yeah, this is, we're filming this on Thursday, the day before the Neuralink rollout. So okay. We're see so what, what the whole SpaceX thing, we're, oh we're talking God. about, you know, transhumanism. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> where was I? What was I starting to say? Oh, no, I no, start the, to get that to was the, the electronics, the, the electronics. And when we talk about like we're so and, and that's this is just occurring to me. We're talking about like drawing these lines in the sand, but but also it's about so we're this is what we're, I keep saying like this is what they're taking taking my liberty taking this. But what am I willing to give up to take it back? Mm. Are you willing to turn your telephone off? Are you willing to walk away? Are you willing to take your children and your family and the people that you hold dearest to you and walk away from this agenda because that is what it's going to take? It's going to take that and and, and yeah. while like anything. The internet and the digital technology and all of these advances can be used for good. By and large, they are not. And make no mistake, generally, they are not. The fact that we see them being used for a good purpose is part of the mask, is part of the facade, is part of that that the, the blue pill that everyone has been taking. And, and it's important to realize. I, I feel like that, that to me, you have to be willing to say, no more. And that doesn't include still doing this all day long or on CNN all day long you have to be willing to step away that's where they're going to lose their power they've they in fact they've set this entire pandemic up to make sure that we were isolated in our homes locked down separated away from each other to where if we wanted to connect the only way to do that was through one platform and let's not be let's not be silly it's facebook and 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 so be very very uh aware and this is something we should bring to the round table what did you say (laughs) i said facebook twitter oh twitter tinder he said tinder (laughs) you say tinder i'm just saying and i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna give you guys email address yeah, sneaking xbox off to missouri with us yeah yeah, yeah yeah and, but, and, and, but, but, and, just, know, but not, this is just on principle right yeah. it's just it's important yeah. no, point I, to be 100% agree turn with your you. phone on once a week agree or maybe a couple times a week you to can't to still want to do you <laughs> yeah. you can't still want to be interested in and in what Neuralink, my how cool that might be in your brain and still want to keep your kids safe this is a line in the sand yeah. this digital world is not natural it's not organic it's not made for human consumption. That our minds can conceive and do something so brilliant also means that we can use that mind to destroy ourselves. We need to be very careful about what we're standing for and what we're allowing our children to be witness to and take part in. Do not, in the pursuit of uh, higher excitement, higher connection, high, yeah, to, to give up the things that are that are fruitful and true. And but I you, just will say, like, I have... I have always been the guy who chased the technology and loved the games and all. Like I'm just gonna be honest here. Oh yeah, me too. But, yeah. But uh, man, where we are going scares the hell out of me. Yep. It scares the hell out of me, and it scares the hell out of me for my children. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I agree with you 100. percent And um, because that gets me. Like, yeah. I think, I think, like you know, when we all talk about like moving off grid. When we've all like like posed this, and we're talking about yeah. what we're gonna talk about this roundtable discussion, and just like pose these questions, right? And I, and I think like disconnect. when I'm at we're home and I'm disconnect. like alone pondering these things, I'm like, well, 
But I mean, like, I don't want to give up Facebook. Like, Facebook's the <laughs> devil. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to speak yeah, honesty yeah. always at this table, always anywhere, okay? Yeah. Like, and the truth, and like, so, and I was like telling Scott about this because we were talking about like giving up, you know, accounts and, and all, and I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, some people, you know, like my close friends understand, but like I went through like terrible, terrible trauma. And so I was kind of like a shut in for a long time. I was, you know, just a just, uh, badly traumatized person. I had witnessed horrible things and I and I really shut down and, and pulled away from society for like a number of, of years. And and by the time that I started feeling confident enough to even re- re-engage with humanity, it was through Facebook as a platform um, sure. in that... <clears throat> It was like family from far away because I wasn't leaving my house. And then it was like someone in Hawaii and then it was someone in Thailand. And I was looking at these pictures. I was seeing the ocean. I was seeing these mountains. I was seeing people on hikes. And it drew me out of my shell. And it's that um, emotional codependence that I'm going to acknowledge in myself to where when I'm talking about like, you know, we're going to move off grid. I'm like, well, like I know my brother lives in Missouri and they don't, they can't even like hardly make a phone call from their land. Like, but it's, it's, but it's conditioned because I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. And in fact, the people that I love most, the people that I, that, that, uh, that hopefully I fill their tanks. And I know that these people that I have around me, they fill my life with, with, you know, joy and love and support and friendship and whatever it is that we offer one another, whoever our circle is, that's what you need. Yeah. Your feet yeah. in the ground, some wholesome food on your table and the people around you love you because this life is very, very fleeting. It is very, very fleeting. Yeah. It goes quick, and 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 I and we've talked about keeping hope safe. And so, in the end of all of this darkness, too, I want to say that this is also. And I've had other friends bring this up to me too, because I can kind of get like, not kind of, I do get like sucked away down these dark, you know, like <laughs> portals of doom. And I want to say keep hope safe, but but really, it has helped a lot of us to reconnect more soulfully with the people around us. And I want to keep hanging on to that and, and not be lost. To, you know, like we're looking through all these nar- articles and as we're like preparing for tonight, even I'm like, today I was just reading for hours and hours and hours yeah. and I was just like, it's so much, it's so overwhelming. But but then I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a step away. I'm just going to like sit in my front yard. I mean, I have like, my kid has a lizard, right? So we have this, we have Jacob's Rothschild at our house mm, sitting outside with me. Yeah, <laughs> Rothschild, yeah. You know, but, and then I'm just thinking like, okay, but, but what I have is good and, and what we have is pure and what we're fighting for is worth it. And these other things, all of this technology, all of this development, all of this, I don't, I don't need it. No. And if that's, if that's, the, if that's the line, which I am starting to see more and more clearly that that's what it is, I am more than happy to have had this opportunity to give it up in pursuit of a better life. Amen. All right, and just to quote a little David Icke, we're all that ever is, ever has been, and ever will be having an experience called Truthzilla. Oh, yeah. Very that's nice. Right. Very nice. Yeah. I, I like to just, just quote David Icke. I feel like David Icke, I listen to these long, long conversations. He does, like, all his conversations are at least three hours, but um, they he talks about all the darkness, but in the end, it always comes back to some simple principles of that just, we're just blips. We're just, we're just here. We're just point of consciousness that's here for just a brief moment. And, and, you know, what we should do, we should love and, um, and, you know, treat each other and accept. Yeah. And just, and, and I know that it's, it's hard when there's all this corruptness going on and whatnot, but we can take care of one another and, and love where we can and put our feet down where we need to. Yeah. But, um, really, you know, it's, it, it's a brief experience. It is. It is. 
All right, everyone. Well, um, thank you so much for sitting in with us tonight. May the ripples that each of us cast in our lives um, spread to beautiful lakes and streams that are full of hope for the future. I'm Megan, sitting here with Scott and Ed. We wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs>